I just want to take the time to like just thank you and thank other creators for being the motivation to keep us trying to change and grow. It's amazing how it brings a whole world together of people who are of different ages and stuff. To meet you guys was amazing because it's like, wow, they're young. They have so much life and they talking that shit. If I never give you all flowers or give anybody their flowers, this is me giving the podcast community their flowers. Thank y'all. Everything y'all do has an impact on us. We got to stay motivated, especially this. Like, your fruition is dope. I don't feel like there's nothing like it out there. And listening to it, you can really get into a person's mind. Like, I didn't know how to, I was going to feel when I started it. Because <laughs> I'm like, I heard it before. I'm like, man, this get kind of deep. But for me, I'm such an open book. Stuff may seem surface, but I was able to reach down and give good answers for myself. But overall, thank y'all. Thank y'all for being y'all. Thank y'all for constantly doing other things, causing us to grow and do better. <laughs> Fruition. The point at which the plan or project is realized. Attainment of anything desired. Realization. Accomplishment. What's going on? I'm Seth. 33 years old from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm the host of Sweats and Suits Podcast. I'm a father. I'm a coach. I'm a son. And everything, I guess. Being creative is having your own artistic expression. You get a chance to just think of an idea and be able to put that idea out after thinking about it. Like, that takes a lot of credit. Like, it just takes a special kind of person to be able to think of an idea and really let that, I guess, come to fruition. This chapter of my life is probably called A Year of First. It's like the first time I've been without a job this year. My first time... Like, really not knowing where I was going to be going. I've dealt with a lot of firsts this year, both bad and good. So I would say that this is probably my year of first. I think the hardest lesson that I've learned in my life is probably that you can't expect yourself out of other people. It's just other like you, you go through life and you feel like that you're being stand up. So you kind of expect that out of other people. And I think that's when we have the biggest letdowns in our life is expecting ourselves to come through from other people. Oh, shit. Good question. The best thing about me is probably my ability to see the brighter side of things, even in the darkest times. I think I have a way of trying to just deal with the situation by making the best of it. I try to push that on my friends as well. If I see them down, my thing is to try to push them to see the brighter side and to be better for it. Young Seth was a wild boy in his teens, but if you're talking about as a kid, I was just a kid that liked to play sports. I liked to be outside, ran with the same group of friends. Like, Young Seth was cool. Like, I was mischievous. I got into my dirt as a kid. But, you know, it was a lot of trying to figure out who I wanted to be. By middle school, I think I had kind of figured myself out a lot better, which was dope because I was able to carry that and really blossom in high school. Like, in high school, I think I had probably some of the most fun in my life. I was so carefree. I had, like, just not a lot to worry about. And I think those are times that I kind of took for, I take for granted now as an adult. I guess I was wild. Like, you know, I had my fun times, but, you know, I, I like to party. I like to hang out with my friends. I did a lot of that. So I would say that young Seth was a wild, fun dude. Raised by my mom and my aunt, my grandmother. I lived in, like, a house where, you know, my grandmother had a duplex, and it was me and my mama downstairs at one point. My aunt and my grandmother. So they all had a part in raising me with my uncle and my aunt upstairs and my older cousins. So it was a lot of like, you know, I had a lot of people around me. 
I, my father died at a young age. So that was pretty effective on me. But the, the I was thankful that I had a lot of family around me. So my upbringing was pretty much raised around family. I try to have a lot of family values. My definition of a podcast is like audio therapy. I think the older I get, I was like getting past radio and, you know, stuck listening at what they wanted to play. So I started listening to podcasts. So I was like, you know, I could do that. I, I feel like I like to talk about stuff. I thought I had a different opinion on things and the way I look at stuff. And who better to do that with than one of my best friends of 17 years at the time. We're going on 20 years of friendship. So Sweats and Suits podcast to me is an outlet. It's a... It's everything to me. You know, I, I love podcasting. I feel like I've learned a lot. I've gained a lot from it. Sweats and Suits podcast itself is like a journey of two men. You know, like we both had wild lives at some point and we both done different things, different ways. And me and him like don't agree on a lot of main topics. So I feel like it was just a good idea for us to do it because he comes from a background raised in the church heavily. I stopped going to church when I was old enough to make the decision. I'm married with three kids. He's single, trying to find his way and live his life. So it's a lot of back and forth, or I don't know the best word for that, but it's a lot of that that we have available, and I think that that's dope. This is such a simple answer. We started the podcast basically because I told Eric, hey, I want to do this podcast, and I don't think there's anybody better to do it with than you. And he was like, all right. He had never even heard a podcast before when we first started uh, doing this podcast thing. So we were looking for a place to record. I had booked studio time, but the studio that I was going to do it at actually didn't work out. So we were scrambling, and then we reached out to a friend of mine who recorded people, like, you know, albums before. So I knew he had the equipment to do it. I just needed him to record it. So we ended up pulling up over there, and that was kind of the journey of Sweats and Suits podcast until um, we were picked up by the Urban Mogul Life Network, and we started recording with them. My wife, my backbone probably doesn't get the credit she deserves as far as like the podcast side of things. She's made me grow. She's allowed me to grow. Excellent mother, even better person, best friend. Ooh, that is a, that is a phase. I'll call fatherhood. A, a, and when I say phase, it's a growing up phase, like, because I don't think there's a bigger growth in a man's life than going from just being him and taking care of him to having to take care of a whole kid. So the I would say a grow up phase. Like it's a it's a huge jump from being just a nigga to all right, now nah, I gotta take care of a whole other person. I'm responsible for this person's life. So it is a definite grow up phase. Fatherhood taught me that I did not know it all. Um and that I am not perfect. And sometimes I just don't have the answer that, you know, that I would hope I had, you know, for whenever it came up. So I would say the fatherhood has definitely taught me that I don't have the answers and I can still learn. From my grandmother, I asked her how her and my grandfather made their marriage so, last so long. And she gave me the simplest advice that I think anybody could ever give is be nice to each other. Like, no matter how angry you are, no matter how upset, no matter how bad your day was, you be nice to that person that you are, that you have dedicated your life to. It'll help you get through a lot of things just being nice. It'll help you get through arguments, bad moments, sad ups, downs. Be nice. And I thought that was so simple yet so effective.
we authentic, man. Uh, Milwaukee is Milwaukee is like it's a melting pot, and it's so. I feel like it's one of the most undercover gyms in the United States. We're authentically us. Like when you go, when we go somewhere out of state, they know we're not from there. We we different, and I don't think we get the credit we deserve for a lot of shit. Swag, talk, like you know, just game. Like Milwaukee is just full of game. Like dudes who, dudes and women, and it's so as much as people say it's hate here. I've been, I've received nothing but love and I love my city. I guess it just depends on who you are and how you do things. You got to move right. Milwaukee will tell you when you ain't shit, but they will also love you when you are. That's tough. (laughs) My favorite song. The song that pops in my head, and I think maybe just because of the mentality I've always had, this is going to sound really weird, but probably Nelly number one. Like, I really just love the braggadocious part of that song. And I it was just a way that I thought, like, especially when I was playing sports, I always had the, I know I'm better than you. I don't care. Like, and you're going to deal with that. So, like, it was being number one. So if I would say that that's one of my favorite songs, it's hard to pin down a favorite song, but the one that popped in my mind was that one because it was just always how I tried to feel about myself. I would want to be remembered for always being authentic, always showing love. I think I put a lot of good out in the world, and I would just want to be remembered for how I carry myself, how I treated other people, and the impressions I left on others. Life, um, I think it's, life is ever-changing. So while you have a plan, you just never know what life is going to throw at you. So I would say that what the main thing that's next for me is I'm going to keep potting. I want to get better with my YouTube content. I want to just get better at networking. I want to do more. I want to expand. And I want to grow. I want to see my family grow. I'm coaching my son in football. Like I want to see him go to the next level. So I would say to just life. Like Life is ever changing. So my plan right now is hard to look into the far future, but in the near future, that's it. I just want to be better than I was yesterday. My favorite, one of my favorite football sayings is, everybody got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. And life is a punch in the face. Every time. I think with the podcast, I have multiple fruition moments. Um, the P- Milwaukee Podcast Festival performing in front of that large of a crowd felt like things were coming to fruition. Like I had that vision of being able to perform in front of that many people and have that rush come to me. I believe that, you know, my life has come to fruition. Like I've always wanted to be the guy that, you know, I got married, had kids, didn't have to worry about baby mama drama or nothing crazy like that. But if I'm sticking to the podcast, it would definitely be the Milwaukee Podcast Festival even the Wisconsin Podcast Festival where we were in a different group of people. Like, you know, I was seeing faces that didn't look like mine. And for us to be able to stop the whole room in their tracks and have them turn and watch us because it wasn't just them sitting in seats, it was like a whole expo type going on. So I got a chance to really know the power we had with our words to make a whole room stop. I think that was the another moment for me where
words that brought the podcast into fruition. 